Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Jared Pollard, and I am the Youth and Worship Pastor here at Abundant Life Church. This podcast is intended to impart faith and courage for us to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. We truly believe that the best is yet to come. Good morning, and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. This is Pastor Benjamin Davis. And this is Pastor Jared Pollard. He just pulled a switcheroo on you <laughs> he guys. He did. He let me lead. So I thought, well, I just need to, you know, say it's really a good morning. Make it your own. <laughs> so all week long, we've been talking about how to take your cross event and use this recipe to turn your discouragement into encouragement. Okay, and so um, let me just give a really quick summary, and then I'm going to interview Pastor Jared um, this morning for a special podcast about Mm -hmm. uh, how his discouragement got turned into encouragement. Mm -hmm. Right? So Jesus hanging on a cross, uh, Psalm 22. You start with praise and thanksgiving that gives you faith. Then you acknowledge your suffering and and sovereignty. They're together. The goodness and sovereignty and suffering of God all go together. We're going to pray to the Lord, but we're going to commit. We're going to serve him no matter what, even if he doesn't answer our prayer. We're, mm-hmm. going, to, we're going to serve him. And then we quote prophecies and cling to hope. And, mm-hmm. and so important to quote prophecies whenever you're struggling um, because they're going to encourage you. And then you're going to cling to the hope of what you believe God is going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now what we'd like to do is uh, interview Pastor Jared and um, and talk from his personal experience of an event that he and my daughter Natalie went through um, that was very discouraging, mm-hmm. but had to practice all of these principles yes. during an extended mm-hmm. four, four and a half year? Mm, probably closer to four. Four year mm-hmm. journey. Tell us about that four year journey. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my wife and I, we've been married since uh, 2014. Congratulations. That's right. 12, 13, 14 was our uh, wedding date. So mm-hmm. that's why it's easy to remember. So 12, 13, 14. Um, and uh, we uh, did it in college. Um, we were, uh, you know, I guess maybe adventurous for the uh, climate that we were in. You guys were adventurous. Yeah, we were at SBU up in Bolivar. And so we got married young. We were both 20 years old. um, And we were uh, moving through life, and we both had the desire to have children. Um, And so probably in uh, middle of 2016 is about when we started trying to have kids. Uh, We weren't successful at first. But that was okay because we were making a grand total of fifteen to sixteen thousand dollars a year. At you the know, time. the government would have really helped you out. They uh, would have helped those us days. out. Yeah, uh huh. You know, they were writing big checks for my school too, so yeah, uh-huh. it, uh, uh-huh. that we didn't have to pay back. So that was pretty nice. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it wasn't working out at first, and so we were fine with that. Um, you know, we're like, okay, maybe this isn't the time. We'll we'll just try later. We decided to focus on other things. I focused on finishing school. Um, my wife. Uh, was on a career path in a, a corporate preschool. It's probably a good thing I didn't know you were trying to get pregnant <laughs> while you're still in school. Probably a good thing. <laughs> well, I think this was post graduation. Okay, so right. it okay. was post graduation. Okay. Um, so I guess it would have been more towards the beginning of us um, starting uh, with jobs. I was working as a salesman, so mm-hmm. yeah. it was okay. post. Got now it. that I'm thinking about it, that would be post graduation. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Uh, otherwise, that would have been very, very adventurous <laughs> of us. Um, <laughs> Jared studying for uh, homework and holding the baby at the oh, same man. time. That would have been rough. Yes, um, so, that's tough. Uh, but we, you know, it, it wasn't working for us. And so um, 
we continued on the path that we were doing. We were serving in church. We were working, really focusing in on a lot of the relationships that we had around us. Um, and we went to a conference um, in uh, Redding, California at Bethel. What was that called? That was the Leaders Advance is yep, what it was that, called. Uh-huh, yeah. um, and so we were there um, and they had this opportunity. Um, and I think we went in, this probably would have been um, April of 2017, mm-hmm. somewhere around about there. So uh, we had been started trying again and we still were not successful that by this point. And so we were receiving a prophetic word from one of the people that were there. Now, was this in the prophecy rooms? This was in the prophecy yeah, rooms. Yeah, so what you do uh-huh. is you schedule a time mm-hmm. to go uh, into the prophecy room mm-hmm. and you meet two people that you've never met and then they prophesy into That's your right. life. That's yeah. right. And it's not as mystical as it sounds, I think, for a yeah. lot of people that kind of freaks them out. They're practicing prophecy. Honestly, what they did was they had us sit down, they asked us our names, and they said, you know, we're just trying to learn how to hear the voice of God more clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if this stuff resonates with you, awesome. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, then don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're learning and mm-hmm. we might get this wrong. Right. And they had a couple things that were like, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, yeah. Um, type of thing. But they, they mentioned August 23rd. They just asked, is that an important date to you? Um, and we're like, no. But at the time, our thought process was, we're going to be pregnant on August 23rd because mm. mm. we, because we'd been trying. We're like, man, mm. this is happening faster than we thought the mm. second time this mm-hmm. is going to be happening. Well, you know, when two or three August 23rds pass by, mm. you yeah. get a little, right. you get a little okay. discouraged at that right. point. Um, but I, I kept this, uh, they emailed it to you when you were done. I kept this on my email and I'd go back and I'd listen mm-hmm. to yeah. the word every once in a while, mm-hmm. um, just to see, um, you know, is some of this playing out mm-hmm. more than I thought it would sure. type thing. Uh, and so we were doing that. Um, and you know, it really helped me. I didn't know what August 23rd meant after it passes by a couple of times. You think to yourself, well, maybe this is a completely different life circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we continued to, to work, um, grow in the careers that we've had, grow in the ministry that we have. Um, and it still wasn't happening. So we finally decided we probably need to go to a doctor and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife was very, very worried um, that maybe she, she was infertile, and that was what was going on. Uh, we went to the doctor. Uh, it turns out that she was completely fine, and I was. Mm. Um, I was uh, had issues with infertility. It's not that um, I would never be able to have, uh, or we would never be able to conceive. It was that it was very unlikely that it would ever happen for us. Mm. Um, and so we took that, and uh, personally... Uh, you know, I was kind of relieved because I didn't want Nat- Natalie to walk through mm-hmm. that, um, mm-hmm. but still pretty discouraged that it was me. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't realize, you know, as a man, you think this part's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not to sound too gross mm-hmm. or yeah, graphic, right, yeah. but you're like, man, this part's easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you realize, hey, this this really isn't as mm-hmm. easy. And, you know, mm-hmm. honestly, uh, it would have been the first time in my life that I've ever experienced depression mm-hmm. um, or feelings of de- depression attached to this. And so, um, so let me let me yeah, interrupt ask, you. Yes, go. So, uh, as I'm looking, I'm hearing your story, mm-hmm. and I'm listening for the ingredients that mm-hmm. we've been talking about all week. I heard prophecy. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I heard we're clinging to a hope that mm-hmm. in August we're there's going to be an August when mm-hmm. we're going to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I heard. Um, that this is the first time in my life I'm, I've, I've actually experienced depression. So mm-hmm. I'm acknowledging I am suffering. This mm-hmm. hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So I just heard those mm-hmm. ingredients yeah. uh, in the story. So, so I'm, I'm hurting. I, I need to acknowledge it. You know, the only thing worse than 
being in depression is not acknowledging that you're in depression. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's not, it's not acknowledging, man, I'm hurting yeah. badly because that's yeah. the beginning of coming out. Yeah. Right? And okay. to be honest, um, we didn't want to acknowledge it. Right. Um, and so we had a church member, uh, who came up to me unsolicited. We had not talked to anybody about this. We had kept everything to ourselves, mm-hmm. which if you are struggling with infertility, please do not keep everything to yourselves. Right. It's not worth it. Right. Um, but up to this point, we had kept everything to ourselves. And this uh, church member walked up to me, um, and he gave me a prophetic word hmm. and basically said, I know that you're struggling with infertility. And wow. uh, I believe that God um, just wants to give you a word. And he said, it's just Isaac. Hmm. And I don't, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what that means, hmm. but does it mean something to you? He was just mm-hmm. looking for confirmation to see if he had heard correctly. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And that's all I said, because I didn't want to talk about it because sure. we weren't, we weren't acknowledging right. um, what we were experiencing at this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And so that ended up happening three more times mm. of people who had no idea that came up to me, a couple of people that I did not, to be honest, want to receive a prophetic word from. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, I don't want to hear from you. Um, and which, which is pretty common, right? Yeah. When you're when you're going through a hard time, honestly, a lot of times you don't want to hear a prophetic mm-hmm. word about what God's going to do because you're like, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah, it's true. Right? It's true. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly what happened. And but so, God will do it to get yes. your hopes up and get your faith up. Yes. So um, we, you know, we we went through some of the medical processes after this because, you know, you get a couple of those words and your immediate thought is, this is the month. The Lord's confirming mm. where we're mm. going. This is mm. the month. And, you know, three or four of those go by and you're like, okay, this isn't the month. <laughs> what is going on? Um, and so, uh, and at this point, there is no joy involved in pretty much anything that we are doing mm-hmm. because we are so confused um, mm. by, you know, to, to be blunt, everything else has been relatively easy for us up until this point. Mm-hmm. And you can get, I think the enemy uses misinformation to think, well, if God doesn't answer your prayer now, then there's something wrong with you Mm -hmm. or there's something wrong with God. Mm -hmm. And he uses that misinformation to to try and slip doubt in Mm -hmm. there. Um, Doubt is the best friend of depression Mm -hmm. is basically one of the things that you learn when you go through a situation like this. And so we're going through this, um, we decide, okay, let's look at the medical side. Let's see if there's something that we can do here. Um, and, you know, we're, we're having some people encourage us and pray for us because we learn, okay, we, we really can't keep all of this to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we slowly started to talk about it um, with very select people that we didn't, we, we thought maybe, okay, we're not going to receive a lot of pressure from these people, mm-hmm. but we have to get this out yeah. or we're going to explode mm-hmm. um, by everything that's going on. That's because the enemy works in the dark yes so the first step to beat the enemy is got to bring it out in the light Mm -hmm. right do not question in the dark what is true in the light that's right Um, and so um we're we're going through this whole long process uh all through this you know we start to talk to some people um and then uh this opportunity for while you guys are listening this we will actually be traveling back from pastors university Mm -hmm. um in baton rouge louisiana and so we do this it's great um, we, we get through that, uh, through the application process. Uh, I get accepted, you get accepted as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, we end up going, um, I don't, I think it was in June or the end of May, somewhere around there. And mm-hmm. so, uh, we go there and they're talking about the spiritual growth 
of us as individuals, mm-hmm. um, let alone us being pastors, but us as individuals. And one of the small group questions lended itself towards what is the personal struggle that you're going through right now that mm-hmm. you need prayer for? So we did that. Uh, I or I was there, so I um, I opened up, mm-hmm. and we had a gentleman in the group. Small group. Small group, About, very small how group. How many men, uh, pastors, four or five? Yeah, so there's probably 40, 45-ish that are there. They put us into the little groups of four or five um, for this time. Can I interrupt you? Just yes. Small groups. Mm-hmm. Small now, groups. This is the, the, the there's benefit. N- there's no way I would have said that in front of the no, entire group. No, yeah. what it does, it provides a, a place mm-hmm. where I can open up yes. and share. We had about five pastors, maybe mm-hmm. six. I just, it was a small group. Mm-hmm. We'd built enough camaraderie and trust mm-hmm. to open up and share my deepest felt need and wound and hurt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I want to say it again, small groups. Mm-hmm. Our form of that is house churches. Yep. You got it. This is, this is core. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be how God solves and answers so many issues. Yes. Okay. Small groups. All right, go That's ahead. That's true. So um, we're in this small group and this guy gets pretty bold at the end of us praying. And he says, you know, I just feel like I should pray for you again. He said, I've prayed for several couples who had long-term infertility. I think one of them was like nine and a half years mm-hmm. um, extended. And he said, you know, I prayed for them. He said, this, and it's not me, but I really feel like when I pray for people, God gives a grace in that for those people to have children. And he said, every person that I prayed for has conceived shortly after I prayed for him. Yeah. And, you know, that sounds a little too good to be true when you're listening to a guy like that. It does. Now, um, when I heard him say it, I recognized mm-hmm. the pattern of God because mm-hmm. I've been doing this for so long. When you've got an unsolvable situation, mm-hmm. you've got our faith and mm-hmm. you're using the faith that we have to push on the mountain. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've been praying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple prophecies have come forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you're looking for is someone with the gift of of mm-hmm. faith, mm-hmm. Uh, the first Corinthians 12 gift of faith. Yeah. And that is actually going to move the mountain that yeah. we've all been pushing on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Now you can't get lazy and not push on a mountain with your own faith or mm-hmm. that guy with gift of faith may never come. That's true. You're looking, but you're looking. And when he spoke those words, mm-hmm. I remember, uh, we just hit it. Mm-hmm. This guy's got the gift of faith yeah. for this. Yeah. Um, but it's all of our pushing in faith mm-hmm. for so long that brought about that gift of faith. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. go ahead. Absolutely. And I'm going to move quick. Sorry, our yeah. recording device, the battery is dying. So, oh, no. Um, so um, what uh, is what happens at this point? He prays for me. And at the end of it, he says, the next time I see you, I believe your wife, you and your wife are going to be pregnant. Well, we have another Passage University coming up in August. And so... I'm not thinking about the August 23rd date whatsoever at this point. Honestly, it's a distant memory of, you know, that's passed a few times and nothing's happened. So um, we're we're moving along. Um, we get close to that date. We're not pregnant. I'm feeling a little discouraged coming up to the date that we're supposed to be going to Pastors University because I really didn't want to see this guy and us not be mm, pregnant. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we get up to that point and um, the... Uh, it gets canceled. There's a hurricane, two hurricanes <laughs> that are supposed to hit Baton Rouge and they cancel the event and, and we just do it online. Um, and so I'm like, okay, please don't put me in the small group with this guy. Cause mm. I don't want to see him. Mm-hmm. And they didn't put, they didn't put us in a small group. And so, um, 
and I, I left out a little part. So before this, at the last pastor's university, uh, Pastor Larry shared about uh, Youngi Cho, which is a, a pastor. Uh, is it Korea or Singapore or somewhere? Seoul, Korea. Seoul, Korea. And so um, he's over there. And at the beginning of his ministry, he needed a bicycle. And he was praying to God for a bike. And he um, really needed it to make his ministry more effective. They've got this underground church, all these small groups. We'll say that again. All small of these, groups. All these small groups. And... Um, he needs that bike so that he can be more effective. Well, he's in prayer one day and he's like, God, why have you not given me this bike? I've been praying forever, needing this bike so that we can we can make this happen. And the Lord simply says back to him, you're not being specific enough. Hmm. That's all he says back. And so he says, okay, fine. I want an American bike, which in his mindset is like a, a mountain bike for us. It's got gears and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, I want an American bike that's red. And within a week... He received an American bike that was red. Mm-hmm. Now he didn't tell anybody about that, but that's somebody said, "Hey, I really feel like I'm supposed to give this bike to you." Mm-hmm. And so I took that story and I went and I shared that with my wife, and we started. You know, maybe we just need to pray really specifically. And so we picked a name, which is not to be uh, publicly stated mm, yet, undisclosed um, still. And we picked a gender, which is not to be publicly stated undisclosed yet, undisclosed still. Um, but we um, we did that, and we're like, let's just. Pray specifically. So we've been doing this up to this August date. I'm back on track here. And uh, didn't want to see this guy. I ended up not seeing him that whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which was fine. Pastors University was great. I received a lot from that um, uh, two or three days. On Zoom. That we it was did. all Zoom. We did it on Zoom. Yeah. Um, and so during this, you know, we're like, all right, we've been waiting a long time. Let's look at the medical side more seriously. And uh, there was a, a procedure that was really simple. It wasn't a cure-all, but it would greatly increase our chances of getting pregnant. So we went ahead and scheduled that. My wife was going to have to take medication at the end of her cycle um, to help make the procedure be more effective. And so we're waiting for the end of her cycle so that she can take the medicine. And it's just not coming. There is no end of the cycle. And so we're on vacation at this point in Alabama. And we are, we're like, man, this is kind of inconvenient. Because yeah. we're trying to schedule this procedure mm. and it's got to be done at this specific time. Yeah. So finally, I convinced Natalie, let's just go get a pregnancy test. Um, mm-hmm. And so we went and got one and she, we got back and she's like, I don't want to take it. And so we mm. didn't take it. And I kid you not, uh, she didn't sleep that entire night, finally mm-hmm. until that morning, um, I'm like, you didn't sleep. You're not going to be able to relax until you just take the pregnancy mm. test. So take the pregnancy test. And so she went in and she did, and it was positive. And it's, you know, we've got this whole journey leading up to this point, And it was almost unbelievable when we looked at it. Because, you know, in four years' time and, you know, a woman's body changing and all of these different types of things, you know, we've probably had, you know, six to 10 different scares mm-hmm. of, mm. I hate, not even scares, 10 to six to 10 different mm-hmm. delays of yeah. let's get a pregnancy test right. and see if this uh-huh. is the time. Yeah. So you really get a bad taste in your mouth when you think about mm. looking at a pregnancy test. Mm. And so we finally got to that point and it was positive. Mm. And what is ironic and not to be too graphic, but mm-hmm. it's part of the testimony, August 23rd, scientifically would be the date that we conceived our child. And that was, you know, three years in advance that we received the word four Mm. years after us starting to try. Mm. And we now are pregnant with our first child. And she, well, I just, 
let out a clue. We're hoping it's a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so yeah. uh, they will be due on May 20th in 2021. Come on. That's right. Now, we just, honestly, oh, the way, we've, yeah. We've got 5% battery left. So here we go. So <laughs> with this 5% battery, what we wanted to do is I, we just looked and said, we thought that story would illustrate mm-hmm. how to take your um, discouraging journey, your mm-hmm. time of the cross, mm-hmm. and turn it firstly into encouragement, mm-hmm. into faith, into hope, mm-hmm. and then eventually see the power and the provision and the amazing things of God mm-hmm. come through during that time. So I hope it blessed you yeah. and put faith in your heart as you as you listen to it. Yeah. If you know somebody um, or you are somebody who is struggling with infertility, I just want to pray here at the end yep. um, for you. Um, we, Natalie and I did it by ourselves for a long time. Mm. It is not worth it. Um, you need to talk to somebody um, close. You need to talk to a pastor. Um, there are no easy answers um, during these times of waiting. Um, but we do serve a God who does miracles. Yep. Um, you know, the doctors basically said, on your own, you guys will not be able to conceive. Mm. And so uh, the fact that we literally had a procedure scheduled for the next week mm-hmm. and God came through before yep. we ever even needed to do anything yep. is just a testimony that, you know, God's timing is better than ours. Yep. Um, and so I just want to pray for you guys with the last percentage of my battery um, <laughs> and hope that it doesn't cut me off. God, we just thank you that you are a God of breakthrough, that you are a God of perseverance, that waiting is not just manipulation or a process for you. It is something that is for our good. And God, I just thank you for your goodness that Natalie and I can look back on our journey and we can see how you grew us and how you blessed us even through that time. God, I just pray that blessing over anyone who's struggling with infertility right now. And God, I also pray that you would break through in a miraculous way like you did for us in a way that was unexpected in a timing that um, we didn't plan uh, and just that you would comfort those who are struggling right now knowing that you are good and you are in control. It's both and. And so, God, I just pray that your goodness would show up in their life. I pray mm-hmm. that you would put people in their lives that will encourage them. Uh, and, God, I just pray that you'll give them peace as they wait. We thank you for it. It's your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. ALC is moving forward, and we are having in-person services. Join us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for worship, teaching, and fellowship. Community has been our lifeline during the pandemic, and our house churches are continuing to meet. For more information about our services, live streams, and house churches, please visit our website at Abundant.us.